0: Join me for new episodes on the third Monday of every month on the story behind the song from the Consequence Podcast Network, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's Let's go.
2: We are back in the bunker for another episode of feeling good with duddy the show that laughs at itself and the world you get it i'm jake b a barber here in southern california let me introduce you to the man of the hour the man of the show my brother guitar player for the dirty heads here he is duddy b what's happening that's right we
1: are back with another episode of feeling good with duddy very excited to be here today we've got some fun stuff we've got some great guests we've got uh... you know dan jacob from atreyu we've got mike strickland who oh, uh... started the company plugins that is now one of our new sponsors we will get to them in a minute but first off a
0: little, uh, little
1: dh news today this week is a streaming week we are streaming album number four uh... that is sound of change we're very excited about it we did um uh, summer, uh, Phantoms of Summer last week, and it went over well. It seemed like people really enjoyed it, so we're we're excited to get to another one this week. And yes, uh, new music is coming. I do believe we're going to be dropping a new single uh, mid July. Okay. is the date we're aiming for? A few um, weeks few weeks new singles gonna be dropping and then we do have a whole new album that is is done and ready to go out so no date set on the full album release but it is coming and we're excited i think you guys are going to enjoy it
2: it's kind of crazy when i think about everything you're saying now because we've been in quarantine the world was changed it was a weird time but you guys managed to somehow put a concert series together online and you're dropping an album not bad you actually made pretty damn good use of this downtime well,
1: I, I think, you know, I, me and the rest of the guys, I think I could speak, speak for them. Is it's, it's hard for us to just do nothing for too long. Like the first two or three weeks, you know, it was like, ooh, this is nice. This is different. Mm-hmm. You know, I get to just stay home. I don't have any shows in the near future. Kind of fun, kind of weird. And then like two or three weeks in, like I said, it was like, all right, what are we doing? Yeah. I gotta do something. I'm bored. Um, but you know, we're lucky that we all live pretty close to each other and we have, you know, we have a a nice place that we could run the shows from and you know, we've been having a good time with it. So
2: you guys have been killing it. So um, yeah, so show week. So obviously dirty heads are busy. You guys are gonna be practicing your asses off. So we're in here, we just did the Monday morning show for Patreon, and now we're here. We've got guests, and we've got a crazy story involving your cat, but before that it's almost 4th of July, Ooh, so yes. it's almost time to raffle off the beautiful guitar, um, which is not in reach for you right now, so you don't have to grab it. But on our Patreon page, everybody knows we're raffling off an um, Ernie Ball Cutlass model guitar. It's the same exact model that Duddy plays on stage. We have it right here with us. And so for the 4th of July, you'll be picking a winner from one of our Patreon members. There's only 190 Oh, you're gonna grab the guitar, yeah. all right? Duddy's grabbing the guitar, and he's gonna show it. Like, so, if you want to see it, right you can grab it. It's this if you want to see it, if you're listening, go to. Uh, you can watch the show on YouTube, and, and you can see the guitar. But there's only 190 Patreon members right now, Whoa. so you have a one in 190 chance to win this guitar. Nice. And if you want to check out the, that guitar, you can also go to the um, you know Ernie Ball whatever website and just look at the cutlass model all right so duddy they know about that let's get into the cat story and set everybody up because you've talked about this cat before on the show and this is a wild story set everyone up this is crazy and i'll
1: try to not make this too long but it's 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 a crazy story so uh i've got this cat right and i've talked about it before that it's just a murderous beast it Every morning, most of the mornings, I wake up and there's just a dead possum outside a dead rat, a dead bird i've i've found like just a head before like it just wants to
2: kill well you famous you told a story on this show i don 't know five six episodes back where a family a, it was a possum okay, so, husband and wife yes. duo had
1: children it was obvious that my cat had found <laughs> a nest of you know, freshly born oh, possums, god. and every night it would go back for another one. And I think it was like four out of five nights in a row. Oh my
2: god! Or I would say or mornings,
1: four out of five mornings in a row, we woke up and there was a little tiny baby dead possum right outside our backyard. And these, and I, and I don't know if I know when possums get older. Yeah, they're kind of gnarly looking and gross. Yeah. But just do yourself a favor and look up a baby possum. Fucking adorable, weirdly adorable. For what they end up looking like. And yeah, so my cat, you know, um, it was a murderous beast. But what I'm trying to get to is where I live is, you know, only a mile or so from the wetlands. Yeah, that's just a big nature center. Um, I also live like half a mile from a golf course, which Mm -hmm. I've golfed at many times and seen coyotes there all over. And then my house also backs to a park. And in that park, there's just a bunch of ducks because there's a duck pond and things like that. So these coyotes from the wetlands and the golf courses and things like that, they come to this park at night to feed on these ducks. And it's a known thing in my neighborhood and surrounding neighborhoods just around there that if you have a cat... And the cat doesn't come back for a couple days, probably got eaten by a coyote. So I, my, one of my cats, is, it has not come back for the three murder cat. days. The murder cat is gone. So I think wow. the circle of life has happened. Yes. I think, you know, he, he had his time running around murdering. A good time. And then uh, there's always somebody out there bigger and stronger yeah. than you. I think this is the lesson. And I think, it <laughs> ran in, I think my, my murderous cat ran into a murderous coyote fuck that's a heavy thought it's a full circle
2: of life happening yeah the animal kingdom even in the middle of a city is still a magical place where death just lurks around the corner it is death lurks around the corner for all of us you know and even in the world but there's some sort of rules to the society we live in there's no rules in that animal oh, no. kingdom
1: and it's like i am obviously super bummed oh yeah the
2: cat um but
1: i get it i see what happened and it's just one of those things and it's not the first time it's happened to us yeah so, this isn't
2: the first cat no, that went missing uh, from Duddy's. this was
1: the second cat we've lost to coyote and i have Another cat. I still have a cat. So I didn't even want cats at first. I'm a dog guy. Much more of a dog guy. But I will say my my wife convinced me to get the cat, the first one, because my daughter wanted one. So I got the cat. Ended up loving the cat. Um, But then we got another cat, moved into this new house, and the cat we had first disappeared. We knew Coyote. And ever since that first cat disappeared, the cat I still have today, the one that was there, was different. So I think it saw our first cat get taken. Yes. Because it was always, uh, it was always all over the place, like running around out front, going in the park whatever and then ever since that happened won't go in the front yard won't go in the park and won't stay outside unless our doors are open like in the backyard if we close so, the backyard door runs to the door starts crying
2: so what once was a wild cat probably witnessed the other cat's murder and is now a full and now safety cat it's
1: again it's again going really
2: second friend I'm that it's still lost. here
1: but you know what the cat learned and that cat will probably live forever because it knows don't fuck
2: around are you gonna get another cat I don't that's I don't what know. everybody's
1: I don't wanting think. to know here's the deal with me I'm pretty easy when it comes to pets and stuff. If my wife or my daughter are like, can we get a kitten? And I'll be like, sure, go ahead. Sure. I love the animals. Whatever. Man, <laughs> two years old. I
2: remember seeing uh blue is the name of the cat. And I remember seeing blue when, when she was just she? He. he was just a little baby. I remember Jack holding little blue. Yeah. Two years, dude, of murdering everything around yeah. your entire neighborhood, and now four days missing almost. So I mean who knows? Maybe next week we'll have some better news for you guys hey, about man. blue, but it's it's maybe looking... I get home
1: from this episode and they're like, Blue's back. I'll update you guys next week.
2: Stranger things have (laughs) happened. Well, we've got... Dude, we've got a conspiracy query. We've got everybody's new favorite <laughs> this song sucks coming up but let's bring in our guests. we've got our guests sitting here and we want them to be able to chime in too so we have Dan Jacobs guitar player of Atreyu we've got Mike Strickland from Jack Racks basically our new sponsor Dude, you guys saw it we ran a contest for it and there's a there's a tangent there's a connection between everybody Duddy and Dan and Mike and and they're all here for a reason so Welcome to the show, boys. Thanks Hello. for having us. Yeah,
1: Yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Much we're all in
2: now. The whole crew's
0: here. Sorry yeah. for
2: my long-winded cat
1: story. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm just imagining a coyote coming to your door. Like your cat brings us a dead coyote to the door. Ooh. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought oh was going <laughs> on. Oh that, that is the killer cat. Crazy. Just the head of a coyote. Yeah. That would be on the M9
2: Shyamalan <laughs> twist where you're like, oh no, and then all of a sudden there's a dead coyote and your cat is still. Like cat's like Dude, it brought me to its has got layer. a little scar across yeah. his eye. damage, yeah, but <laughs> he he
1: left me in his lair, he thought I was dead.
2: For the next several
1: waited days. waited until he was just... sleeping. Oh my god. Clawed yeah. his eyes out.
3: Yeah. <laughs> crawl, yeah, ate my way out of its belly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah, what I was thinking, dude. Ate <laughs> him from the inside. Um, <laughs>
2: um, may I have wow. some fancy feast. Oh. Yeah. An eye patch on the uh, cat <laughs> somehow. I've seen some things. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, blue. Shit. Holy shit. Poor blue. <laughs> so um So crazy how I'll just give a quick little yeah, background of how
1: it. I even um, met these guys is, um, our company Cutlass, mm-hmm. you know, we had to go through some changes as I'm sure a lot of, you know, small companies did, uh, with, you know, the coronavirus and everything that happened. Yeah. Um,
2: this is your clothing line. Daddy's so line. yeah, brand we Cutless. had to figure some things out. We got
1: rid of our own warehouse and, um, we started trying to, you know, make our overhead a little lower and we met, I didn't even actually, Dean, my partner met Mike. Um, I don't even know exactly how you guys came into contact, but, um. Dean knows everybody on earth, so he's one of those guys that knows everybody.
0: Yeah, so all your uh, tour merch came back to our warehouse. That's right, um, Roman Duddy stuff, and I guess you had Cutlass on tour with you. Yes, selling merch. So um, that's right. One of our clients, uh, the Merch Collective, they had had it all sent over to us because we do fulfillment for them, and uh, Cutlass came along with it. So they they sent Dean over to come pick it up, and Dean was like looking around. He's like, "What do you guys do here?" And uh, he saw, like, we were a full print shop and everything, so he's like, maybe I should just leave it here. Well, I mean, he ended up taking it that day, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I guess he wanted to talk to you and figure out the game plan, and yeah. it ended up working out that you guys just brought everything back, and we ran your store and did all your shipping. Yep. So.
1: So, yeah. yeah. So, Mike and, and Rock Merch, Um. and what, what what's the fo- Rock? Rock World Merch. Rock nice. World Merch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. Now Cutlass lives over there with them. They do all the fulfillment and shipping for us, and it's been working out amazing. Um, and Dan also works with him there, and Dan also works with him on the plugins, uh, keychains, the Jackrat company that sponsors. So it all just kind of you know formed organically. Yeah. And, uh, and when things work out like that, it, it usually works out well. So I'm stoked. Thank you guys. Yeah. yeah no thank worries. Thank you. Yeah. To be a part of uh, what you're doing and helping you out. Oh, yeah, man. It's great. Um,
2: and now you guys are on the show. It's and like, now oh. you're on the show, yeah. Um, <laughs> Full deal.
1: So what's up with you right now, Dan? I know things are weird for most bands. Like, What are you guys doing during these times to try and stay like relevant with your fans or just keep busy? or What are you guys doing?
3: Uh, a little bit of a combination of things. We actually have a new record that we just finished recording, but it had to be done. And we, we as of our last record, started doing it like this anyway, so it worked out okay, I guess. But uh, we kind of record our record in two parts. So we'll come in, we'll write, record a bunch of songs, and then go away for a couple months and just sit on them, listen to them, kind of really digest them. That's smart. Get all the stuff where, like, man, like, I really want to change that part and not be like, oh, the record's done, I can't now, you know, just get to it so we can come back and, and, you know, to those songs later and have fully digested them and change them if we need to or whatever. Uh, And then go in with a fresh mindset on the next batch of songs so that they ideally don't sound like the first batch of songs, so it is a little bit refreshing when you mix all the songs together. The collective album is more interesting. It doesn't just sound, I don't know, too much like all the songs sound the same or whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've been working on that, um, which, we, like I said, we just finished. Uh, we started it last year at the end of last year, finished it uh, about two weeks ago. Uh, we went back in finally where it was kind of starting to slow down. We can go in with masks on and stuff because and, we not want to be around too many people at the time. Um, aside from that, A lot of it's been just doing like, you know, merchandise sales online. Uh, Conveniently, we run our own merchandise company as well as our own fulfillment company. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have a lot more control as far as being able to just talk directly with Atreyu, our our band and stuff, and Mm -hmm. just... Push sales and like come up with all these cool ideas and cool concepts, so that every week or two we're always putting out a fresh new batch of something. Um, it stimulates merch sales, which keeps you know income coming in for the band, which is obviously huge when you're not playing any shows. And mm-hmm. shows and merchandise sales are the majority of your income, you know. Totally. So. Um, that's kind of how we've kind of tried to balance things out. Um, and, well, yeah, and
1: what a lot of people don't understand too, is sorry to cut you off, but it's a band is a business
0: Yeah. just like any
1: other business. It has, it has to have some sort of income to keep running. It's yeah. not just the members of the band. There's, there's employees, it's, it's a company. So it's like, you've got to figure out ways, you know? So yeah, yeah, sorry,
3: yeah exactly. So yeah. we have just been, um, also learning more about, you know, how to push ourselves more online, uh, to get more out of the sales and, and get more merchandise that the fans do want and are stoked on and stuff. and um, before you know when we're touring a lot, you know you get so caught up in that and just wanting your show to be the best and everything's just about the touring, you know we gotta get the shows and sell merch there. and our online side of things kind of lacked a little bit because we weren't giving it the love and attention that it needed. and this is kind of giving us that opportunity to do that and uh, teaming up with Mike who's been originally helping us out you know um, and us helping him out, Together with the plugin stuff, uh, we teamed up because of the success of that, and started Rock World Fulfillment, which is able to, uh, you know, help the fulfillment all that stuff. And um, he's able to help, you know, with like the online stores as well as coming up with ideas and whatnot to help push the merchandise, which is mm-hmm. awesome. You know, it's helped grow it a lot. That's yeah, awesome. it's been like a record year for online yeah, sales it's been our I best enjoy. year ever of online sales um, because we had to kind of like. Drop everything we we're doing and be like, all right, we need to focus on this this new way of doing things, yeah. and it's somewhere we were a week before, and it gave us a chance to make it stronger. So then when everything does go back to normal, both our entities are the strongest that they yeah. can be. Yeah,
1: that's cool. I and mean, I've seen a lot of uh, different. I've seen two different things, I guess. I've seen the people who have taken like this time to like learn something new grow at something that you said you needed to work on and um and actually like and even us i mean we Mm -hmm. we've learned so much during this time because we kind of had to you know we got to figure out new ways to do this podcast we had to figure out we used to do
2: this in a studio we didn't touch anything we just walked in said our words and left and so duddy and i took this whole show over because of this coronavirus and he started editing everything i mean Mm -hmm.
1: Even the dirtiest you know. Now
2: we're rehearsing every
1: week for acoustic, you know, live stream sets. It's like, uh, and th- so I've like uh, I've seen the people who've taken this as a good to learn something new mm-hmm. and be inspired, and I've seen the other half of people who're like, all I've done is drink and eat all <laughs> yeah. day yep. long. And you know what? So we do both. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you can a do mix. both. There's that's yeah. the point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the, drunk. yeah. yeah. <laughs> One thing I've noticed
2: too with, spe- I guess I've noticed it with the music fans, and even I guess podcast fans is. Our listeners is everyone kind of stepped up and supported the bands that they like or the podcasts that they're into. I've noticed that. So I'm sure Atreyu fans, they're, they're diehard fans. They're kind of like Dirty Head fans. They really love the Dirty Heads. and So I've noticed that people did step up and buy a lot of merch from bands and podcasts, Be I think, to help them out, it seemed like. Your guys' fans are generous as shit. Like, the Dirty Head fans are some of the most, like, diehard, loyal, helpful, generous fans. And it seems like if they're like, hey, the band isn't able to tour, they're not able to make money, like, we're going to buy some merch from them or watch their live stream. Totally. So it was kind of cool to watch everybody really just support whatever they were into, even when it was a down time.
0: Nope, definitely. Yeah. We got really creative too with um, the merch stuff. We were doing the quarantine bundles. Yeah. It was called the Quarantour for a Treyu. <laughs> <The laughs> VIP laminate and a cinch bag and coffee mug like and sweats and all that stuff to, stuff like to that. get yeah. you through quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> right. oh, that's and then cool. we did an Atreyu crew shirt that uh, all the money supported the, the Treyu crew. The crew, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. perfect. That's another one, it's, man. That, you got we talk crew, about that. Yeah. crew members, yeah. yeah. We true. actually, uh, you and I share a
3: common member at times, uh, Mr. Dakota. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That is yeah. right. Dakota I, usually texts for me at this point. Yeah. Most, most most stuff. Dakota
1: knows more about guitars than most people I've met in my entire life, yeah. if
3: not all people I've met. The, we call him the guru. Yeah. He just, he just knows everything about every guitar ever.
1: Not only does he know everything about every guitar, he knows every band name and every <laughs> guy in the band or girl and he and he's always like, I got this new guitar from, uh, you know, Bert Sangre. He plays for that band, Caribbean Cow Fart. You're just like, what? And then he'll tell you a 37-minute story about it. Yeah. And it's like, I am so fucking bad. Everybody I'm had so... that
2: friend. <laughs> yeah. Remember friends yeah. that could name everyone on TV shows from the 80s? Yeah. They would yeah. name, like, the dad on some, like, yeah. a third, fourth character yeah. on some random show. My buddy Mac, you knew Mac, yeah. daddy. Everyone's got that friend that knows, like... Background characters' names from Three's Company, yeah. like their actual human fucking <laughs> government name, and I'm like,
0: boom, oh, mic uh, operator. Yeah, so yeah, two yeah, was.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Larry Hank, the one of the best boom operators.
3: What? <laughs> Did you know
1: he went to USC? Yeah, yeah
2: absolutely, film
1: grad.
3: Yeah, our <laughs> other guitar player, Travis, is like that with like, oh, like you know, who produced this movie in 1987? He's like, oh, it's this person, blah 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 blah. You know? How do you know it? Why? why do you know that? Yeah. Why do you even care about that information? That's a crazy that, like. Right? Uh, I guess it's a skill (laughs) because
1: I I mean, Matt, Matt's like that. Our drummer, Matt, we found out he's like that with nineties, any music that came out in the nineties. Oh yeah. He's big in the, he knows every band, every band member's name, every lyric and probably how to play it on guitar. That
2: was his zone when he was just digesting music at full steam and well, I think too, I
1: think he played in some cover bands during that Uh time too.
2: So you're just learning every song and Hey, yeah, it's pretty funny. When (laughs) trivia games come out, dude, those are fucking fun things to have. But um, shit, Duddy, I think you have one, right? Oh, I do. Do I even need to say what it is? When people hear me say, I think you have one, they know what's coming. I
1: have a pretty good one right here, The world is
2: weird. And it's filled with weird things. Okay, so I'm not
1: saying that I came up with this. What are
2: you even talking I'm about? I'm not
1: saying that I do or do
2: not believe this. So this is something you believe in no, wholeheartedly. No, I'm just what saying I
1: read this.
2: What'd you read? I got this information online. You said it and wrote it online and read your Vulture own From Vulture.com. <laughs> okay.
1: Everyone knows. Only speaks the truth.
2: Vulture.com. Accredited. Trusted. Got it off of Google. What are we even talking about, though? Nobody so, knows. So, uh... All I want to know is, do you
1: believe in conspiracy queries? (laughs) Okay, this one says that Katy Perry is actually a grown-up Jean-Benet Ramsey.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Of course she is. (laughs) Hear me out.
1: (laughs) The bizarre idea was birthed in a YouTube video from a guy named Dave Johnson. Everyone knows Dave Johnson's credible. Hi, how are you? Dave Um, Johnson, good to uh, meet you. Johnson,
2: Dave, how are you?
1: He says, Ramsey's parents sacrificed the young beauty queen so that she could be famous later in life. Then he proves his point with photos, purportedly showing that Ramsey's parents are the same people pretending to be the parents of Katy Perry character. He also blends pictures of the young Ramsey into pictures of grown-up Perry, arguing that their features line up perfectly.
2: I love everything about this. I believe it. I'm sure it's true. I have one little snag Wait, so her parents sacrificed her? I, I don't know. So that she could be I don't famous that, later like, on in uh, life?
1: I don't think they mean sacrifice as in kill. I mean, like, kind of like gave her
2: to some to, hooded devil like uh, character, obviously, obviously the at the end devil. of a He's dark highway in the middle. of. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> no, it all makes perfect sense, and I love it, and it's true. Yeah. I'm sure. So, well. So, what do you think? I mean, it makes sense because why else would Katy Perry be famous at all? Well, there's two... <laughs> think about it. There, I guess there's two big reasons. That's the biggest reason. Yeah. How did she get so yeah. Because she just looks confused at all yeah. times. And I don't think she's ugly, and I love her boobs. She's great with all of that. I, I like her face, but she definitely looks like a raccoon if you like open the trash can real fast, and the raccoon like, looks at you like, Oh, shit, <laughs> a human! That's her face always, and I like her face. Scary Perry. She, she, scary scary Perry. Is that yeah. a thing?
3: It is now. Oh (laughs) my God, that's perfect. Because
2: she always just looks surprised as fuck at all times. All right. Yeah, so that makes sense. She saw the devil at a young age. That's why. Do you have any
1: songs of hers you'd like to break down?
2: No, because nothing—nothing she's written has like devastated me to the point where it needs to be a "this song sucks" entry yet. (laughs) <laughs> so no I still just. what do think, you guys think yeah what do you guys think about this
3: i said we gotta check the adams apple you know? you gotta, oh. let's let's go straight to the source you know like how, uh, oh. how bubbly of, of an adams apple does she are we saying she's she, a dude now oh you, oh is that what we're going with oh ramsey's oh, no. a female
2: yeah because <laughs> it's, it's John Bennet right John I told Benet. Di- yeah I told so, Duddy, I go John but it's a little Jean girl Marais,
1: it's spelled ja it's a little girl okay are you familiar with the John Benet
2: Ramsey case yeah it was got murder yeah well like it's like i never really found her. Not, yeah. I
1: could be wrong, and just like most things I do on the show, zero uh, research is oh, done. Oh, we do zero. no I don't research. know any facts. Yeah. Um, sounds like a lot of work. But I believe that she, they never really found her body.
0: Yeah. If I'm so it's Katie Perry.
1: Correct. Uh, yeah, I mean, it,
0: who got a sex
2: change? Uh,
1: Adam's
0: Apple now. Nice. To, or maybe yeah. they <laughs> did find it. <laughs> a, maybe they did find <laughs> it. I think they did find the
2: body. Like, I,
1: don't the, I don't we know. We should whatever. have definitely looked into it, though. and we didn't. Yeah.
2: let's say that they didn't find they the did. body and we'll just say that that's the facts and then Perry. we're going to go with that and we're going to move forward. Well, you know forth. what? I hope it mm-hmm. is true because then mm-hmm. that means
1: that she didn't die.
2: It and did. And that would be sad because, you know... It's not fun when little girls die. No, that's a terrible thing when little girls die. Come on now. That's horrifying. So, I'd, ra- yeah, but is it, is it also as horrifying to grow up and be Katy Perry? I'm just kidding, Katy. You seem <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, she played oh, oh, at the Super so Bowl, and- oh, so <laughs> I actually have no issue with Katy Perry. She seems <laughs> lovely to me. I mean, oh, <laughs> her and Russell Brandon work out, but I, every, I'm sure she's a, just a joy to be around. She lives great on the Super Bowl on top of that big mechanical. What was it, Gentle Giant? She rode on a big mechanical something at the Super Bowl. Was it a tiger? lion, maybe? I'm a lion, a fucking tiger. Is that her song? You're <laughs> gonna hear me roar. I like oh, that yeah. song. It's gotta man. be that. Yeah. Yeah. So That's there we it. go, Katy Paris. The good thing about LaVitia? you. A
3: liger. I have not a liger. Yeah. Yeah. A wild video. She's
2: a liger. Speaking of liger, Duddy came up with last week on the show. We were saying... Um, we did a humanzee was our conspiracy okay. theory a human and a chimpanzee and he <laughs> came up with a pretty funny.
1: It was the boitel well, neck dolphin. A neck dolphin boy and oh, a dolphin. Like a bottle, but bottle dolphin. I know, but got, I realized yeah. later that I got it wrong. What what do I mean? was saying boitel neck dolphin, but it's the boitel nose. Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> <Boitle-nose> <laughs> dolphin. Nose. I did realize I that I later. I was reference. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, yeah. I'm glad we brought
2: it back up. then. anyway, Katy Perry got a little bit slammed there, but then we told her about her great song "Tiger Lion."
1: Well, that's all right. So, you yeah. know, I just wanted, you know, so I'm just asking you guys: Do you believe that Katy
3: Perry is jumping? Ramsey. Yep. I think there's a strong possibility. Yeah. She, she did all of a sudden just like pop up. Like mm-hmm. no one had ever heard of her. All of a sudden she was on Warp Tour in like 2005 or six. Yeah. She was just there all of a sudden. She's nobody and then and she like, kisses a girl. A tour? And we all, that all know. That doesn't seem like a tour for you, Katy, Katy. Perry Ramsey or whoever you are. I didn't on Tour.
0: Yeah. She's doing a Warp Tour. She was, well, yeah, at I kissed remember, the girl was, song that got yeah, her on she there. Was doing punky. She well, doing to that, um, like She was dating,
3: was dating the uh, gym, gym class hero, yeah. uh, Travi McCoy. She was in their first video, whatever, their first ah, major video, the one yeah. that they did with Ball Out Boy, Patrick. So mm. I'm guessing
1: that what gym class was probably on the tour. So he was like, yo, bring my girl, Katie. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. She and was he was doing, little
3: little... She was doing the uh, Sheerah Girl stage or whatever it's called, one of those things. Oh, okay. Something like that. Ah, yeah, and me. I didn't Damn.
2: mind that song either when I first heard it. So, Katie's cool in my book. You've escaped uh, the rattle of the snake as of yet. <laughs> but Maybe, I don't know. I don't know a lot of her catalog. I just remember, Duddy, your daughter was a big Katy Perry fan. Remember? The, uh, what was it? Fire- Fireworks. Song.
3: She loved that song. Oh, yeah. So, I can't hate on Katie. Nah. She's got some epic jams. She's, she's got, got some big times. time jams, dude. She's got some volks. Yeah. She Is that what sang. you call them? Volks. She's got some volks. She's yeah. got some
1: volks. She's got some
2: volks on her, dude. What we say in the industry. All right, so
1: what about people who don't necessarily have your favorite Volkswagen?
2: All right, here we go. Dude, this leads us perfectly into everybody's new favorite segment. Oh, the masses are just, a, just adoring it. We had a couple people that weren't fans of it. They said that I went a little dark last week when I beat up old Bruno Mars. But he's <laughs> fine, dude. He's swimming in Scrooge McDuck-like pools of money, spitting out <laughs> coins. He's never going to hear what I said. And his song suck. But that brings us to our new favorite segment. This song sucks. Duddy, new drop. This
3: song suckedy do
2: Ah, hope you guys like that new drop. Now let me set it up, you guys. I used to be in a band, I used to write songs. I've written a lot of songs that suck really bad so i think i'm very qualified to call out a shitty song when i see it this next song comes from a gentleman that i had to look his name up i don't even know who this ass hat was but once again (laughs) i'll set the scene this was a little over a year ago my wife's pregnant i'm spending a lot of time in the doctor's room in the doctor's waiting room area and i'm being forced to listen to these jazz ballless jams at nauseum. 10 songs playing on a loop the Bruno Mars songs came from that time in my life, and this next song really, really pissed me off. This is from a guy named Charlie Puth. Puth. P U T H. That his last name sucks. Okay. <laughs> the song is "One Call Away." You guys know the song. If you don't, let me sing it to you. And this is gonna voice of an angel. Get ready, everyone. I'm only one. Call away. I'll be there to save your day. He's going to save your day. Here's where he pisses me right off. Superman ain't got no. Na- on me excuse Excuse me and then he wraps it up with i'm only one call away let's go over this charlie poof has just announced to the world that (laughs) superman has nothing on him in the same sentence as he asks you to make a cell phone call for him to come save your day Guess what, Superman doesn't need guys—a <laughs> fucking cell plan. He's just—he—he he thinks Lois is in trouble. Flam! He's there. He flies at a million miles an hour. What if you don't have cell service, Charlie? What is her call gonna do? What if you're on the other line? You have it on vibrate. Your phone ran out of batteries. I've just poked a thousand holes in your song. Superman has nothing on you. You arrogant fuck he's a god he's an alien from another planet he flies laser beams from his eyes strength of a thousand men save the earth numerous times and i haven't even got to the best part have you seen him with lois guys is there anyone sweeter more romantic if i had a daughter i would pray to god that she dated superman probably the nicest guy i've ever seen Charlie, no, no, I Puth. think he's the
1: second nicest guy. Who's nicer? Well, apparently, Charlie Puth.
2: <laughs> oh, so you're taking his side. You think I, Superman doesn't have anything on him.: He's I, one call away, duddy. He's got a fucking motorola flip phone. He's in the forest. He's got one bar. You're telling me that you'd rather have your daughter's life is on the.: I mean, he's
1: singing it. He, it must be true, right?
3: What if he means Superman has nothing on me as far as vocals? Maybe other than Kryptonite, Superman's other weakness is he cannot sing for the life of oh him. He can't hold God. a note. I
2: fucking love that. Can't hold a note. Charlie Puth is like think about Superman ain't
3: got nothing on me, man. I can yeah. I can't fly, but I can sing like a motherfucker. God
2: damn <laughs> it! You make a really great super. Yeah. You make a super point. What if and Superman
3: just has
1: zero rhythm?
2: Yeah. Fine, I'd still... Here's the thing. <laughs> he'll be there to save your day. With what? An acoustic guitar and a melody? What if there's real danger that she's in? Charlie, I'll sing what are death. you going to do? if he, Hey, if he shows up and sings this song, I'm going to leave the fucking scene yeah. immediately. So maybe that will... But so maybe she will be better off. I just uh, thought the audacity of this uh, prick... Superman ain't got nothing... I think he's got a few <laughs> things <gonna> on <laughs> you, Charlie. Nothing? Ting or two. Nothing. Uh, I think the nothing. second that he
1: can be like, yo, you want to go for a little stroll in the clouds real quick? Yeah, you know, well, anything. You're like, Any girl will be like, oh my God.
2: Have <laughs> you ever been to Morocco? I've never possibly. Flam, we're in Morocco, <laughs> you know, like above Morocco. Just see, oh. I mean, oh, that soup's a little cold. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not you. anymore. Exactly. You know, come on, fucking hell. Now you're starting to understand my saying, fury though. and my rage. And look, you hear the song once or twice. You're in the fucking man and god. And then once you hear it 57 times, I'm forced to deal with the lyrics, and I can't, and I shan't, and I won't. Mm-hmm. This song sucks. <laughs> this song suckity do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any final words, guys? I mean, I, if I've you want to stand up for Charlie, you've never heard that I don't song. Think I've heard this song. <laughs> oh, you're a you lucky man. New, is
0: it a new song or is it? It's been. Around it's before? I, I've Dan. Heard it before. You
2: it's have. Pretty, okay.
3: I thought it was Ed Sheeran. I always thought it was him. Dude, so did
2: I. It seems like it would be the Ed Sheeran guy. Yeah who tried to come on to my Game of Thrones show and take a dump on that, like he does on the airwaves every time I hear him, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, I, I really have it out for all the top people, and it's just jealousy. I wish I was there. But uh, I'm glad to be able to bring it to the airwaves with you guys. So I thought it was wow. Ed Sheeran, too. It's not. It's Charlie Puth.
1: That's, Jake, a, that's Jake, a horrifying, I want you to do of me just a quick little favor, can okay? yeah. I want you to stick your tongue out. I want you to hold your tongue. <laughs> Stick your tongue out, hold your tongue. I don't even want to do
2: that. Why? Stick your
1: tongue out, hold your tongue. You don't remember this game?
2: Wait, no, I don't.
1: Just do it. Just play this game with me.
2: I feel like I'm going to do this and you're you're going to slap me in the dick. (laughs) It's going to, I'm not going
1: (laughs) to touch your, and I won't even touch you. I promise.
2: Say puss. Puff. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you did that. Okay. Yeah, dude. I think his name is actually P U S S, oh, but, no. that, but that's when he live. said he, he has a, he's all I'm Puff, and they're like, all right, P U T F.
3: Maybe he's got a lisp, and that's kind of his like. Dude, name, it is.
2: You know? <laughs> all right. I'm only one cough away. Well, you know what I'm saying. Oh boy. Sorry, oh, boy. Charlie. Oh, wow, Daddy! good one, Daddy. <laughs> where are we well, at here? Well, w- since w- we're making everyone feel good, and it's a positive show, and it's a beautiful thing, we're going to ride on up to the tip of the day. This is where we bring this show into a much happier zone. Um, we stop talking about songs that are horrifying and suck, and we start talking about beautiful things that you can plug into your life today to feel better. And Dan, you have a little tip of the day, something that you do that you can share with our listeners to make them smile.
3: Yeah. It's a, a little quote I came up with uh, a while ago, actually, for this cannabis company that was looking for a positive quote to put on their stuff, and I came up with "Life is only as good as you feel," and it's it's a, a pretty black and white statement, but mm-hmm. uh, it's one of those things where you realize if you're, you know, like if you don't feel good, whether it be you're sick or you're just, you know, you're not having a good time, whatever, it is, then life sucks. You know, no matter what the situation is, you know, and if you're feeling good, no matter what scenario you're in, then life's good. You know, so it's it's uh, like I said, it's pretty black and white, you know, but life is only as good as you feel. You know, Dude. so and you're on feel good. feeling
2: good with Duddy. Yeah. So it just Seems try to, to feel make perfect good, good sense.
3: All the time. I love it. And it is
2: a perfect quote yep. for a cannabis company because yeah. you smoke pie, yep. you
3: feel good. Life's only it's as good great. as you feel. I love so, it. You know what I mean you smoke that good cannabis, yep. you know, you feel yep.
1: good, life's good. And everyone knows there's things out there you do and you always regret doing it afterwards and it makes you feel bad, but then there's always things that you can do. So you go you you work out, you didn't really want to, but you went and did that workout and you're gonna feel better, right? Yeah. So I love that quote,
2: Jake. You thought I was going. I for thought it. you were doing that. You, were already you weren't. Set up. I was getting antsy. What oh. you, you tricked me? No, but I do. I, I love off. that because, um, yeah. And everyone who's listening right now, I say this is what you do if you smoke: take a rip right now, and then you will instantly feel better, yeah. that's what the tip of the day is for. Right, Duddy? Yeah. I love
1: it. Now <laughs> I'm all thrown off. I, yeah. didn't, I
2: didn't segue where I was, should have segued. Duddy is a long-winded segwayer, and he was definitely setting up a fucking segue. Now you have to set it all oh. the way up again, dude. Well, I was mid-setting up my segue, and I looked over, yeah. and Jake's over here chuckling
1: like a little third grader when he uh-huh. knows his friend's about to like you know bust a prank out or something. <laughs> and it got me thinking, and I was like, ooh, I'm not going to segue oh, now because I'm going to trick Knight. him. M. Night. And then you know when you, yeah it didn't work out, but it doesn't matter because I still feel good, Jake. Oh. oh. Okay, Jokes yeah. on you. and on this <laughs> podcast we have a couple sponsors that make us feel good. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Koi CBD—they've been with us since day one. We love this company. We love this product. I take it every single day. You know my routine. I grab my bottle, fifteen hundred milligram. It's a big mm-hmm. bottle. I put a spray topper on it, and I just until my finger cramps. I hit it so many times, and I just and then right when I, I let that sit for 20 seconds... I've seen him
2: switch fingers.
1: Yeah, and then I I swallow it down, and before it even gets down my throat, I grab the inhaler and just... <laughs> empty the entire 1,000-milligram chamber. <laughs> but no, but really, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't recommend that. That's an expensive, <laughs> that's <laughs> I don't recommend doing that. You might get a tum-tum-ache. But, uh, but really, I love this product. If you are someone out there who uses over-the-counter um, you know, pain meds all the time, if you've got achy joints and bones and whatnot, give CBD a try. I think you're going to really enjoy uh, you know, how it works, how it makes you feel. It's much healthier for you. So go to KoiCBD.com, put in code DuddyB at checkout, and
2: you get 20% off your order. Off your first order. Off your first order. That is We've been doing a lot of just 20% off everything, and then we realize, oh shit, that word first kind of means a lot in this one. Yeah. (laughs) You get 20% off your first order. You (laughs) get 20% off your first order with
1: them, but you're going to enjoy it so much that you're going to order it more and more. It don't matter. You get it, you continue it. it. You feel great. And then also, plugins, keychains, the Jack Rack, you guys. We talked about this uh, on the last episode. It was our first time, uh, and we actually have Mike and Dan here today. Uh, w- anything you guys want to talk about this, or you want me to just plug it out? Wait, do your thing, Daddy. Okay.
2: Do you have that prototype too? Oh, okay, this is cool. Because so cool, I kind of want them to show this. Yeah, yeah. but
1: honestly, I, the funny thing about this is before I met Mike or before any of they were a sponsor or whatnot, my wife actually got me one of these like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, I your I believe it was like Father's Day or whatever it was. Oh, and uh, I've been using this for two years. We love it, and I've had so many people that have come over to my house. They they're like, oh my god, that's so rad. I get so many compliments. So this thing is so rad. I mean, you. It's you know like a guitar cable. It's a quarter inch guitar cable. The end of it. It's on a keychain. You hook your keys to it, and then it's a little head of an amp. You know you can put Put it it anywhere you want your house. And uh, you just plug your keys in when you get home, and you
2: unplug them when you're on your way out. You never misplace them. It's great. It's great, and it's just—it's funny that you've had that for a couple of years at your house. We've yeah. talked about it before, because it is a cool, interesting thing, and then you just happened to meet the creators, and now you're working with them and yeah. and everything. Well, and
1: Dean, Dean's one. He called me. He's like, yeah, actually, you know, the guy Mike I met, too, he started this company, and he started explaining it to me. I was like, dude, I have one of those. I have one. It's awesome.
2: <laughs> he kept it's explaining it anyway. World, yeah, 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 you just plug it, it in, Dad. He's world. like, no, I have one. He's like, yeah, it looks exactly like an app, and I have the exact <laughs> on my... dude. No, you but put you put should it on check your...
1: it out. Dude, I have one. I'm
2: just, <laughs> <laughs> um you're texting him
0: pictures of when he's still
2: yeah that's just like that but different no that's all right anyway i don't know why we
0: roasted dean for no reason <laughs> do you have the older version like that wasn't like uh, real ant materials and it was just a sticker or did you get this guy? no i believe guy? i yeah this is probably two years old now huh? yeah yeah, yeah I th- think i'm, I'm pretty that. sure that's oh, the mic. one i have yeah. right there get up to
1: the mic yeah. Um, but it's cool Mike actually has here he brought with him the prototype the first one he made and uh, actually I'm gonna do a little zoom <laughs> yeah do a that.
2: little zoom in so if you guys are just listening if you want to see this prototype um, you know go to the YouTube page it's you can watch the video on there daddy's zooming in on it but it's such a cool product and you know um We've posted it on our Instagram too. You can see it there. But the prototype is funny because it's just a sticker, like it looks like an amp. You can see where it started to where it is. So, Mike, maybe just tell us, like, yeah, yeah kind of how you I'll, thought of it or how it all kind of happened.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you the short version. Yeah, um, cool. So I started off making these keychains just individually mm-hmm. uh, and like branding it with different band logos and letting them sell them. And the keychains, but, uh, like but then a my OCD came to quarter-inch cable yeah, my, plug. my OCD came into play mm-hmm. to uh, as a way to hang this. So. I got a piece of metal and uh, went to a machine shop and just had them carve out this design. Like, uh, we did like, a, a drawing of this design here. And then I uh, ended up putting it on, on Reddit um, just to show off like my idea and it ended up going super viral. And everybody's like, where can I buy this? So I did a Kickstarter campaign. And in 30 days, I raised 10000 bucks. So that funded doing it out of plastic because metal would be like 80 bucks a unit or something. You know? oh, so we did wow. it out of plastic. Yeah. And um, that went crazy. We put it online, and it went on Reddit again. And then it was just selling, like, hundreds and hundreds a day. And I was just doing this out of my house. So that's when I hit up Dan and Joe, who uh, owned a merch company. And I ended up moving everything over there. And we brought in, like, a production team. Just We're, we're hand-making these things, like, putting them all together ourselves and slapping stickers on. And uh, Is this is,
2: what the first batch looked like then, kind yeah, of? Yeah, what just it, a
0: plastic what? version, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just stickers. And we're like hand cutting stickers out just Mm -hmm. trying to keep up with orders (laughs) that's awesome like a band
2: with their first demos just on the floor putting them together that's awesome
0: kept going and going and going so then we that's when we outsourced and found a factory in china and redid redid it to be more like this this version here without the ears on the side Mm -hmm. um it was still a sticker and then we just kept honing in and updating and updating this is our current version now where we're using real, (laughs) you know, (laughs) using real materials and, uh, yeah, we teamed up with Marshall and Fender and we've done some, some for bands and yeah, it's just been going super hard ever since. That's the
2: part when you, you finally, like, team up with Marshall and Fender, and then you can do exact, like, replicas yeah. of their amps. So these are the amps that everyone's got. Everyone's playing on these yeah, amps, yeah. Um, you know, and it's just perfect if you're playing on a Marshall or a Fender anyway. How cool is that? Put yeah. one at your door. I don't know. It, it's one of those simple genius things where you see it and you go, oh, of course. Why the <laughs> fuck didn't I think of it? It's, it's so perfect. It's you know, perfect
1: gift for anybody who plays guitar yeah. or who's just a music fan, period. It really yep. is. Yeah. Like...
2: No one's going to be bummed when they get it. It's perfect. No. And you get like four keychains with it, mm-hmm. right? So it's like if you have a family, bam, yeah. there you go. Like Everyone's I said, got their man, key I plug-in. have one
1: at my house. I get compliments on it all the time from people that come over. And... We did, I believe, one post last week, our first one from them being our new sponsor. And it, the whole comment thing was just people going, oh, my God, this thing is so amazing. I need one. So yeah. it's a fucking great idea. And yeah.
2: Duddy and I had figured, too, because there's a little quarter-inch cable. That's what the keychain is. So anyone who sees that that plays music is going to know that's a guitar cable plug-in. And so you're at the bar. Someone throws down their keys on the bar. Because everyone does that, right? Takes their keys out of their pocket, throws them on the bar. Of course, everyone yeah. does. And then you see their <laughs> keys, and you, and you get to look at them, and you go, Uh, Do you play? And then they get to say Because they have this keychain They get to say back to you I dabble (laughs) <laughs> and that's there's not much cooler than nah, that no, yeah. and then they buy your drinks Uh huh. and then they're buying and your drinks Probably you guys play, are best friends you yeah. start a band <laughs> and then, and then you that go becomes home Van Halen <laughs> yeah. Yeah. make sweet, sweet
1: love
0: yeah. yes you go home you Do make you have, sweet no, love to him yeah. or John John
2: John Benet Ramsey not to be yeah. gay, we're not <laughs> sure <Yeah. laughs> so we both yeah. play we,
3: so we, yeah. we dabble you want to play
2: with each other
3: and then you're in the Smiths
1: it's like it's the next logical step you want to be my boyfriend what'd you say oh you want to start a band I said you want to start a band yeah oh <laughs> same thing <laughs> oh yeah, yeah but you see? go to uh, so welcome, plugins everyone. keychain
0: Okay, plural yeah plural. we fucked this up let the <laughs> pro do it
1: no I got this you got this you go daddy plugins, I not plugins keychains plural but that plugins is with a z dot com and you put in uh, no,
0: no, oh you are good you're good okay <laughs> yeah if you put in code
1: duddyb at checkout you're gonna get 20% off your order and uh every also, time yeah every, every time. time look at that Ooh, i looked at you not first not even the first time every time so that's plugins keychains plugins is with a z uh dot com put in code duddy at checkout 20 percent off your order
2: every time every time you yeah, heard it here the people. link will be below as well we'll have the link in the but yeah in case it's not duddy really did a great job there let's say it again no i think we got
1: Yeah, it, you man. nailed it <laughs> all right
3: doing?
2: cool so
1: fun. so perfect. you want to say something
3: Oh, when he was pointing up for a second there I thought it was like almost like the bouncing ball is gonna be going like he was oh, doing yeah. like, the bouncing ball on the words. Oh yeah. he's like
0: <laughs> And plugins, the jackrack
2: <laughs> I fuck why? Wow, when is that going to come back remember ball? that when we were kids like I'm 40 Duddy and I are. I don't know how
3: old you guys are, 30 are you? 38 and, uh, so next you're
2: week. in our zone you and Duddy are the same 38, age 38 as 40. well yeah. so, you, were, you, guys remember, like, so you, were, you guys remember like the commercials of the 80s and 90s there was a lot of that bouncing ball on the words at the yeah. bottom like yeah. they didn't want you to miss a thing do you think
1: maybe just because that was like the new cool thing then like they just that got was the that only technology yeah. yo I yeah. can bounce
3: this ball on these yeah. words when ball. you sing along and it bounces along with it or whatever some of the kids today
2: that are listening to us that are younger you might not know yeah there used to be a time when the commercial would just any dumb commercial 1-800 fucking have a couch you know Something, <laughs> <laughs> and it would just be a little bouncing ball on the 1-800 fucking have you know and you're just like yeah I want to have a couch you know yeah? I, had this, I had
3: this weird consp- well not conspiracy but it's this idea to like uh, to do like a short skit or something like that where it's about the life of the bouncing ball and it's like the bouncing ball is doing this thing and it's like cut and the bouncing ball has to come down and it's like oh you guys have a cigarette or oh whatever my and God, oh my He's family a of ball. bouncing ball family or whatever, that they all live this weird life. Oh and my God. When okay. go, they, they talk to each other, do they down. have
0: their own bouncing ball that, like, yeah, there's just, yeah, it's just, exactly. Just it's, it's like Inception or something. It just keeps going uh, it went dark deeper you, and
3: deeper.
2: You made me think of your all oh, he's got the cigarette. He's like, oh, and then he rolls home and just kind of, like, backhands yeah, his ball yeah, in kids front kids of the around, children yeah. and gets slaps in, his yeah. balls around. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then you see him through the window. He's, like, cuddling the wife later. I'm sorry, honey. And she's like,
0: yeah, that's a beautiful <laughs> yeah. tale. Of the, I like that. I like yeah, there's it. a lot. of Sounds like
2: Pixar could be interested with the right.
0: Wife we, you be. guys have the power to bring it back for a music video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh Dirty oh Heads music video God. with bouncing ball. There you go, Ooh.
2: or a Treyu. Hey, you know. either way,
0: yeah, could be a. Vibe. He the he ball, ball bounces
2: off the end of the Dirty Heads video and lands the in the Treyu video. other.: oh, so
3: where's this ball gonna land next? All right, balls across the universe. We gotta
1: get in the studio. We gotta write this song together. track. Track. <laughs> call it. What do we? I mean, call it the when, balls? What, what when the balls. When the director yells
3: "cut,"
2: <laughs> and it's just a fucking no, it's, horrifying, it's sad tale behind the bounce. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God, <laughs> it's poor little ball. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna roll downhill throughout oh, this. Yeah. All right, we dude. Have it. we beat it up enough? Like what the ball's got? wife. Okay, um, I keep bringing that back up. We get get did a sponsor uh, scary zone. Scary study. Zone. We haven't had a scary zone in a while. So we, we haven't them. had guests in a minute. We haven't had guests, and I believe even our last. Yeah, they actually... Yeah, never mind. You, you don't talk me. About. Yeah. So, <laughs> just not do remember. you guys both or do <laughs> yeah, one of you have yeah. a, uh,
1: a time have, where maybe uh... you think you saw a ghost or an alien or anything scary that may have
3: happened? I had some weird stuff that happened. Uh, this is probably... So, this happened at my condo I was living at at the time. Uh, this was probably like five years ago, something like that, right? So, my grandmother had just passed away, like just a little bit before that within like a few months and uh she bequeathed some of her stuff to me so i have some of her belongings in my house and i started the first thing i noticed is that um the way my place was laid out like if you walked in the front door there's stairs right in front of you and to the left was like the living room area where i'd sit and like watch tv um so i one day you know the first time i noticed i was sitting on the couch watching tv and out of the corner of my eye it was like almost i saw like this kind of like shadow like moving down the stairs and of course i kind of like look over and it's it's gone i'm like what the hell is that like it was kind of a weird thing. And, uh, you know, like, you know, a week or two later, I kind of noticed the same thing again. I was like, what the hell is going on? So I brought it up to my girlfriend at the time that was living with me. I was like, hey, like, well, this is going to sound kind of crazy. But, like, one time I, you know, I, I first noticed this. I was sitting on my couch and I saw this thing come down the stairs. Like, have you seen it? And, and like, before I could even finish what I was saying, she's like, like a, like a black, like, blur coming down the stairs, right? I'm like, so you've seen this too? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, what? So, what is this thing? And that was the first thing about it. The other thing was, um, we have like a stainless steel whatever like fridge you know like the kind of metal front fridge and um they're not really um you know they're not the easiest things to kind of smudge or make dirty or whatever and i had been gone and i came back um for the day or whatever and my girlfriend had like cleaned the fridge just before and i'm coming in there and i'm doing whatever you know, around the house and she comes to me and she's like yo dan like what the hell like i just cleaned the fridge why are there like fingerprints on the fridge I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, the fingerprints were like on the outside of the fridge, in like a low like right hand corner side, like somewhere you would like, never why touch would the you, fridge. Yeah. There's no reason to grab there, you know? And you look and it's literally look like a small hand about the size of my grandmother's. It, it kind of like dragged across it. And like, my grandmother was very OCD about cleaning stuff. I don't know if she just didn't like my girlfriend or some weird <laughs> oh, stuff, but man. it was like I tried to replicate. I even went up there and tried to drag my hand to see if like oils on your hand would come off on it or something. Nothing. I have no idea how this mark got there, how it was in the shape of this hand. The whole thing was like super strange that's a creepy creepy one
2: i love that that's a perfect one
3: yeah you're in you're still in this house no i just moved like about nine months ago out of it did you have
2: to did you have to tell the people that moved in
3: no i just let them freaking they (laughs) bought their it's already up for sale again though so maybe they uh oh wow
1: yeah
3: with less than a year so i don't know get out of here did you leave something
1: of your grandma's like did you like Put it in the basement or leave it yeah, in the attic. Yeah, just like they're gonna love it. Hair. hair. Yeah, oh, yeah, lock her you know, pubes <laughs> or something like that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was gonna save these for pubes something else. Down but down do the in the
1: first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: What do you mean you don't get
3: pubes, Grandma? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What
1: are you, you talking <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone knows there's nothing more haunted than Grandma. Will just gonna leave you a house like I just want. Wow, just want the pubes, man. You know which ones. Haunted house out there. I leave to you sixty percent of my pubes. Where'd the rest go? I want sprinkled in the ocean. Yeah.
2: Sprinkle my pubes off a boat. Oh, oh that's beautiful. Wow. One. you have? Anything, Mike? Anything oh, I scary? I mean, it's hard. To,
0: I know it's hard. That's a good one. Um, I remember once in high school, I was oh, talking with my for? buddy. Heck I had yeah. my phone. You know, like the old. This is like t- over twenty years ago. You know, we had the phones with the push buttons, oh, like yeah. you Nokia's. Know, and we're talking about religion. And I have my phone on my lap, and then I hear it ringing. I figure we're, we're just you know talking religious stuff, and I look at my phone, and the number six 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 was dialed and called. <laughs> I don't know how those numbers were pressed when it was like literally just sitting on my lap like that. Wow. I thought that was I thought that was dude insane. that was that that that's was the like, devil we, we saying yeah, like we were, hey we were like what
2: the fuck like, you want to talk about religion yeah give me a call that's a yeah. movie
0: right there like, I
2: like to think you look the, at your
1: phone and it's and it's calling six 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 and, 666, yeah, 666, and 666. that means you're fucked and that's all. Hello? And you pick up and it goes,
2: Yeah, it is. (laughs) And then you're dead in three years. Would you like to be as famous as Katy Perry? Oh, fucking oh, hell, yeah, dude. Right that. on, dude. the scary. I love the scary, the scary zone zones. Scary zones are always my favorite. Oh, Duddy will put a nice bed of scary oh, yeah. music behind it to yeah. add some. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful thing. <laughs> well, let's roll right into this next one because we did ask Dan earlier um, if he had any oh poop gosh. stories. And like most people who have great shit stories on this show, as soon as we ask them, they go, oh, I've got so many of them. How many do you want? And we're like, all right, he's going to be great. So um, <laughs> we still got the Poopersville drop, right? Did we re- re-record that one or did we not? Or I'll should we just do it I'll right
1: make,
3: now? I'll make no. I'll make a drop.
2: You'll make a drop. Make All right, drop. drop the Poopersville drop, and then you want you ready to tell us some poop stories? You pooped your yeah, pants?
3: Yeah, This is this is quite a story. <laughs> um, so this is about 2003, somewhere around there. I think I was like 20 years old at the time. 2002, 2003. We're on tour with Lamb of God, this, you know, kind of brutal metal band. Um, a band called Chimera and a band called 18 Visions, who's also from mm-hmm. Orange County. Yep. Um, so at the time, just before I even say the rest of the story, Lamb of God had this thing called the pink jacket offense. And if you did something on tour where you fucked something up, they would make you wear this, like, 1990, like, neon pink ski jacket that you just look <laughs> ridiculous in, that you'd have to wear it all day so people knew you had fucked up and would that. ask you about it. And then at the end of the day, you had to sign this thing. So sort we're of like, okay, you know, so we'll just leave that out there before I tell the rest of the story. So we're getting, we just played a show. Um, and we're heading into Canada. And we're in, in a van still at the time. We just started touring, We're still new to it, so we were in a van at the time. We're heading across into Canada. Um I'm twenty years old. I'd never been into Canada before at this point. So um, you know, everyone's been partying, and they wanted me to drive, you know, So I'm like, all right, so first thing I do is I get across the border. And I go to a Burger King and I eat a fucking whole bunch of food. Now, at this time, I'm young and dumb and just wild with my body as far as things I'm eating and drinking. Yeah. And I'd been partying the whole night before. My stomach was pretty fucked up. I just had a whole bunch of Burger King for breakfast, you know, and I was kind of like, ooh, my stomach feels a little messed up. Gonna go to the bathroom a little bit, at Burger King, get it out head on our way so i go to the bathroom feel a little bit better but my stomach still feels very like tight you know fairly. like
1: i didn't get it all
3: yeah it's still just i felt like this knot in my stomach you know so i'm like whatever so i get in the van everybody gets in the van they start going to bed i just i start driving now keep in mind at this time we don't have gps this mm-hmm. is in early 2000 we were using MapQuest. you print out the print out the directions and shit you know so we had that and as we're driving along i see chimera's bus so i'm like oh cool i'll just follow chimera's bus i don't even need these directions so i'm following them for like you know in 15 minutes and my stomach starts going and blah, 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 starts making these weird noises i'm like oh boy like whew. i keep in mind at this time i'd never shit my pants before so in my life other than maybe when i was like a child so i'm like i can hold it as long as i want that's just how yeah, life works yeah you've got you gotta go you just hold it so i'm holding it you know and like you know it's starting to get worse and worse and like an hour goes by and i'm like dude Ooh, like, what is going an hour and a half goes by i'm like when are we getting to this like how far into canada do we need to go i'm like dying right now you know so finally gets to this point where we're driving by this park and like I can see out of the corner of my eye there's a bathroom at this park and I'm like oh fuck and I miss the exit mm. but uh, my mind is already in like yo the bathroom's here mode I'm like oh no no yeah. no like, what am I gonna do so I get to the neck ex- next exit well likely, it wasn't too far get off as soon as I pull over in the parking lot it's the same parking lot for the bathroom that's down the exit back that's the closest one Ooh. I can't hold at this point so I open the door and I jump out of the van and I stand there and just start fucking unloading <laughs> oh, mud God. just pure oh, mud into my pants. I got, <laughs> control like <laughs> my butthole lost control like oh. i couldn't I, it was like flexing a muscle then you just couldn't hold on any longer my yeah, body just gave up. let gave up <laughs> I'd flexed the muscle for too long. I'm just unloading uncontrollably. Like there was, it wasn't like 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 some got out and then I I hit pause. The pause button had been broken. I was like pause button like alert. You know Jack couldn't stop it. Like
1: throw away everything you're wearing.
3: Everything. I just filling up my not just filling up my shoes. My pants are filling up. (laughs) I'm I'm a short guy and I like I don't have very long legs, so I don't have much room in my pants. So everybody starts waking up because they're like you know when you stop driving, you know. Everyone's waking up and they're like what's going on. And I'm like petrified, looking like the deer in the headlights <laughs> hanging onto the side of the van, like looking at them. And they're like, What's going on, dude? And I'm like, I'm shitting my pants. Like, I can't stop. And they're I like, What? Stop. You know? So everybody starts laughing at me. I'm like, Don't stop laughing at me. Help me. You know? So, like, I start, I have to go to, I have to clean myself up. I don't, I don't know what to do. It's so yeah. bad. Like, I don't know what to do with myself. So I start waddling back towards this bathroom, which is probably like a quarter mile away. I'm like, Waddling. Oh. I, there's so much poop. Just like, leaving I just muddy footprints. Every, just so disgusting. I had about halfway there. I I turn around I'm like can somebody bring me some pants and
0: they're like ah I just keep laughing at me
3: (laughs) Uh, don't worry it gets way worse so yeah this this is just getting so then I go into the bathroom right it's a public like park bathroom which you know is already disgusting gross so I go into the oh, in, in the, the stall. Thin
2: toilet paper. That oh,
3: I I wish they had thin toilet paper. Oh, I opened no. it up. There was no toilet oh, paper. <laughs> so it. I'm like, oh my god! No, sorry. There was toilet paper. There was no paper towels. There's no paper towels, right? So I go in there. I'm like, oh, like what am I supposed to do? So I go in the stall. I close the door. I just keep going. Like I pull my pants down. I'm unloading. Like I'm like, I don't know how this much feces fits in my body. <laughs> it's complete mud. There's no solidity to any of it. Um, I look down my pants. They're just filled. It's like coming out everywhere. Like I don't I don't know how to clean myself up. So I. I have to what I have to do is I have to strip down butt naked. I'm taking toilet paper, flushing the toilet, so I have fresh water, quote unquote, oh, dipping no. the toilet paper no. in the fresh water and wiping myself down with it to get nice oh. and clean. One of, my guys, nice
0: clean. one of my
3: guys, guys, brings me a trash bag. Look, like we had trash bags. I, I finally get myself cleaned up. They're like choking on the smell when they come in of me, like trying to clean <laughs> myself up. Me being just the cheap ass I was at the time. I kept all of my clothes. No, I, no, <laughs> yeah, I kept them all. Put them in. I'm like, oh, that's my favorite pair of pants. So I put yeah. them back in this trash bag and I saved them in the back of our van. No, oh, no. don't worry, it gets never- worse. No, no, no. <laughs> so we drive to the venue. I'm just, I'm, I, I, we're on our way there. I'm like, guys, do. Do not tell anybody about this. Like, I am so humiliated. Like, this is, like, one of the most mortifying experiences in my life. I'm so humiliated. So So we get there. As soon as we get to the venue, I get out. I take my stuff, and I, like, run to a laundromat, and I'm trying to, like, wash it. And it was, like, the washing process was disgusting. Like, I'd get through the washing process. It be almost be done. I'd open it up, and there's just, like, corn floating around.
1: Oh, (laughs) Oh, Oh,
3: my God. I'm gonna need to wash this a couple times. It was so gross. Twenty-year-old me was so disgusting. So I I come back to the venue and I'm trying to like sneak back in. And I come in and like the Lamb of God guys immediately toss me the pink jacket. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what? Like what? Like and they're like, what the fuck? You shit your pants? Blah blah blah. I'm like so mad. Like dude, like looking at my band, like why did you tell them? You're not supposed to tell anybody. Like oh, this is so embarrassing. They're all making fun of me and stuff. And they're a lot older than us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was so humiliated. And I'm like, man, this. so embarrassing so I'm wearing the, I wore the jacket around for like an hour and I was just like fuck this I took this off I threw it down I'm not wearing this stupid jacket around <laughs> screw you guys you're supposed to wear this if you like messed up the tour I didn't mess up anything but my pants yeah, and yeah. my clothes and my day like this is not like leave me alone yeah. don't worry it gets worse so, yeah, it gets worse. So after this is all said and done, right? We get through this day or two, and we head back into the United States, and we're playing a thing called the New England Metal and Hardcore Festival, which was like in, in New England. New England. So we're here at this festival, and it's being um, aired on MTV Two, which was like a big deal at the time. They're playing live bands and stuff, and music videos and stuff were still a thing. So Rob Zombie was there at this event interviewing bands live on MTV2 and decides to do an interview with 18 Visions, who was on our tour. And he's like, hey, 18 Visions, you know, I got a question for you. I know you're on tour with Lamb of God right now. Did anybody have a pink jacket offense? Oh yeah, oh. they did. One of the guys in betray you shit his pants.
2: <laughs> like, no! uh, like you were like, no, <laughs> MTV. Too. Like this is so ridiculous. Like, <laughs> why is this happening to me? And, you and like your MTV shirt on I got my, my MTV
1: shirt. Oh, like, didn't you? There you go. Don't it's worry, we, we won't
3: tell anyone else. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> like, yeah. But, uh, dude, our drummer's dad called and was like, "Please tell me it's not you." And he's like, "No, it was Dan." And I'm like, "Come on, like, nice. <laughs> just <laughs> pump the brakes on this story. Like, leave me alone." Oh, oh that's
2: awesome. Yeah and. Now here you are. So you've come full circle. Full you've circle. shed all the stress. You've shared it on our show too. Yeah, You're okay you know, with it now.
3: Yeah, I have had to come, I've had to make peace with it, you know, so.
2: You're. You know what? It's a good thing you did it cause it's yeah. a fucking awesome story. Oh. I loved it. Everyone's got to Everyone's told their friends the story too. Yeah. So it's out there. You're a fucking oh, legend good. for shitting yourself. It's a oh. great thing. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> something I like that. It made oh me
1: nervous God, at that, certain man. points. Oh, it yeah, gave me, it gave me stress. I know. I'm, I'm like, Because like,
2: like, it, <laughs> it's so, it's such a horrifying tale, and then you don't worry, it gets worse. I'm like, yeah. where does it oh, go no. from here? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what about you, Mike? No. No. Yeah, I've, I've never shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're like Duddy. Yeah,
1: yeah. We're the unicorns. Yeah. I've shit
2: on my belt line, so I almost save the day, yeah, like Superman,
3: yeah. oh, pulled man. him halfway
2: down. So <laughs> fuck, dude. Dare we even go into a band? I mean, how do you top
3: that? Oh, I got some. I got some. Fuck do you want to story? Camp? Yeah, We've got, got a band stories. camp episode. Before, before we get
1: we... into this, I just oh, want to yeah. ask him one question that somebody oh, wrote in for me, right. and I just have to know if you even understand this. And if the car so, one? yeah, I want to know why. Uh, we, yes, Joe Johnson. For Joe you. Johnson wants to know. If you regret selling your blue Chevy S <laughs> ten,
3: okay. <laughs> okay, there is something here. I okay, was like, so, "What does
1: this mean?"
3: Okay, so I had Joe Johnson. He we know him as Top Shelf Joe. Okay. Um, Top Shelf Joe. He that's his Instagram handle. Um, he's probably the biggest Trey fan there is. Okay. He perfect. owns more Trey merchandise than anybody in our band. Does. I mean, like an amazing collection. Even to the extent where he owns my old truck. I sold it to him.
1: Oh, that is oh, amazing. And I had okay. I had
3: this truck that was like. The most ridiculous on the cover of a magazine, 1999 extended cab lowered on airbags, S10, flames on at the interior, oh, flames wow. like it was ridiculous. Like it was <laughs> unnecessarily ridiculous. It was for, like
1: on that you know Pit My Ride show or something. It,
3: it straight, one of the guys from Pit My Ride did uh, did the lowering job on my truck. There you go. <laughs> it was that's where I was at in my life. <laughs> it uh, but it was one of those things I was just like. It was just a money pit, and I just yeah. kind of grew out of it. It was just I started touring. It was just sitting in storage, collecting dust. So I'm like. I just needed to sell it. I'm like, I got get a it rent. It's like, who would want to? But nobody wants. There's not a market really for that unless you live in like <laughs> yeah. the Midwest Guy somewhere. Guy Fieri wants to, a truck. And Top Shelf <laughs> Joe lives out there and is kind of into that kind of stuff. And you know, was you know, as being a fan, it was like the perfect combination. He's like, dude, I'll buy that truck. I'm like, dude, I'll sell it to you. So uh, thank you again, Joe. That's Much awesome. appreciated. Dude, well, yeah. great question. I'm
2: glad yeah. that you asked that then, but do you buddy? regret it, though?
3: Yeah. No, oh, yeah. I, I don't, actually. <laughs> I mean, I'm stoked because, like, somebody yeah. that actually appreciates it has it in their possession totally. and yep. is, like, babying it, taking care of it, yeah. putting even more money into it to, like, make it even cooler than it was. So it's, like, that, there's, that, that's the perfect scenario that's perfect yeah. for me. You know? that's like, all you can want. Somebody could have just man? junked it or something, you know. So
0: when
1: I was in high school, like one of my best friends in high school, remember Nick German? Yep. I remember he he got he got his car. He was one of the first one of our, our friends, like get his car, like get his own car, and it was a full lowered ass blue, and I think it was an S10. Okay. It didn't have the flames, but it did have like the purpley glowing lights okay. underneath and like the just completely blacked out windows. Oh, yeah it, it was I think it was probably very similar to yours. Minus the flames, you know, and, like, at the time, coolest shit ever. Dude, coolest shit ever. When he rolled up, he's like, look at the ride I got. I was like, yes! Fuck yeah, I get the (laughs) sit shotgun in that motherfucker. You know, you're a
2: freshman, you're like, this is the coolest Coolest thing ever. Yeah. So, (laughs) all good. fun, man. Good, I'm glad I asked (laughs) you that question. I told Duddy, too, I'm like, that's got to be a huge Atreyu fan. That's somebody that knows some inside shit about what cars people are, and it was. It was the biggest, potentially. (laughs) Yeah. And he owns that car.
1: I love that. So, um, sorry. I'm literally answering her text message right now. What a jackass. Very professional of you, Daddy. Um, um... so dude, we're, right, we're, we're winding it down. I wanna, I, he said he's got a great Yeah, this camp has story. been a perfect, so great episode, well, and well, you have I'll, a gnarly story I'll to go I'll give you out. two
3: options to pick from, because I, I have two pretty gnarly stories, okay. and they both take a second to tell. Oh, okay. One is, do you want to hear a story about when I got in a physical altercation with Aaron Barrett, the singer of Real Big Fish? Oh, There's sh- that, shit. There's that, which is a weird thing. Okay. Or, do you want to hear why I got held up at gunpoint at my condo? Ooh.
2: I want to Fuck. hear fucking... I know. I don't want to have to choose. Between I mean, I can tell
3: you both if you, if you, had time, if you got time. We yeah? got fucking time. I'll tell you both. They're both pretty gnarly. Let's hear it.
2: Well, the, I guess the. I mean, I. I think I'm more interested in the Aaron Barrett one, just because it's it's two. You know, it's another band that we know. Yeah. But the armed gunpoint thing sounds so fucking intense. Let's yeah. hear Aaron Barrett first, okay. and then we'll we'll end it with a near near death experience. Okay.
3: Okay. So, let me line up the characters in this story so it all makes sense.
2: And how were you guys? Two wildly different bands. It's,
3: I'll explain. The whole thing is super strange. So it's myself, uh, this buddy of ours, Scott, that toured with us, um, our tour manager, Joe, and these two girls, Cassie and Molly. Um, Molly and Cassie were friends of ours. Molly, in particular, was at the time going through a divorce with Aaron Barrett. Okay. Okay. The singer of Real Big Fish. Singer of Real Big Fish. So. Prior to the story, we're going to go back a few months. We're on a couple day festival thing we're doing out in Florida and we were doing a signing at the time and during the signing it was backstage also on the festival was Real Big Fish. So Aaron Barrett um, during this period of time, you know, going through his divorce, whatever, he was with some other girl at this festival. Him, this girl got stopped while we were doing our signing. They had to wait until we were done because of the situation. And then people were allowed to continue going. While this was happening, my buddy Scott, for whatever reason, because we know Molly and we know her friend Cassie and stuff, we saw him with this other girl. We're like, oh, we took a picture. Just thought it was funny. Whatever, you know, fast forward several months later, we're in Orange County and we're doing this, um, uh, this show that's a benefit to raise money for those huge fires that went around in about in 2009. Yeah. It was, there's fires burned on like seven cities or whatever. It's this whole thing. So we got all these band members together to like collaborate and put all these kind of like super groups together and raise money to donate to people that got damaged awesome. from the fires. Right. So in doing this, um, the show comes to an end. It's like two in the morning. Cassie's there, Molly's there, Joe's there, and myself and Scott are all there. All these people are there. So towards the end of the night, uh, we're kind of getting ready to leave, and for whatever reason, Joe goes up to Molly and is like, "Hey, Molly." Or he goes up, sorry, yeah, he goes up to Cassie and is like, "Hey, Cassie, did you ever see that photo of Aaron and that girl?" No. I don't know why he even brought this yeah. up, you know. And she's like, "What are you talking about? What photo?" You know. And, and she's like, "Oh, d- Scott never showed you?" And she's like, "No." She's like, "What photo?" So apparently. There's one girl that, even though they're going through a divorce, there's one girl that he was not allowed to hang out with, or something. At least this is my side of the story. I don't know. He's not allowed to hang out with one girl. Anybody else is fine, but one girl he has to stay away from. She's so, all, not that bitch. Yeah. So <laughs> Anyone
2: but her. <laughs> yeah. Right.
3: So, so Cassie basically freaks out. Goes to Scott's, like, Scott, you need to show me this photo right now. And he's like, What are you talking about? Joe said there's a photo. Blah 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 blah. I want to see this photo. And she's like, He's like, Oh, oh yeah, that. And like, shows it to her, and she's like, Oh my god, it's that bitch. It's you know. Bitch. So oh, she goes boy. and she tells Molly. And Molly, like, kind of, whatever. We don't know what happened, but Molly calls Aaron. Has a little tiff on the phone. We don't know, whatever. So after that, we're like, let's go out tonight, and let's fucking have a good time. Bars are closed. They're like, how about we just go back to our place? Molly's like, come back to my place. I need to stop by and talk to Aaron real quick, uh, and we can grab a drink at my spot. like, all right. So myself, Molly, Cassie, and Scott all head back to his house, right? And he lives in this townhouse in Huntington Beach. Uh, So this is all local. Um, So we go get ready to go in the house, and Scott takes off. He's like, dude, this kind of feels weird to me. I'm just going to leave. He had some girls he was talking to or something.
2: And you know Aaron's there, right? In
3: one way or another. right? You're well, I, did, I didn't know yet. I didn't know yet. Okay, yeah. So Scott takes off, and we're like in this cul-de-sac kind of tight, weird area um, kind of off Adams and um, Brookhurst. It's kind okay. of the, the downtown right Ish-ish. there. There's, There's a Ralph's beach. there or whatever. Yeah, yep. We're behind the Ralph's in those, con- those townhouses okay. as where this all went down. Um, so I go in the house, Scott takes off, it's just me and the two girls and Molly goes upstairs. I make myself a drink and I'm standing there and like, even before we went in, like they kind of let us know, like, just to let you know, like Aaron's here and he's not in the best mood. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know this guy or anything like that. Yeah, You had nothing to really do with it. I don't care. Like I'm just coming to grab a drink. I don't know. They can deal with their own shit, you know? So we're in this place. It's two stories, right? So I walk in. I'm in the kitchen. You come through the back. We're in the kitchen. Myself, Cassie, are in there. We're making a drink. I got this big, tall glass in my hand filled with a cocktail. And um, Molly's upstairs doing whatever. And all of a sudden, we kind of hear like a little bit kind of like banging around. We're like, what the fuck is that? All of a sudden Molly comes running down screaming, like, oh my god, oh, I'm like, what the fuck? And she's like, he's fucking crazy, blah, 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 or some saying some crazy shit. I'm like, what the hell? Aaron comes running down and he's got a fucking piece of wood in his hand, like like a two by four, with like a nail sticking out of it. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, shit. what the hell? And I'm a little bit Who intoxicated. Even has that? So That's everything like is like shit. medieval shit. So like he like ripped it off. It was like um, like the binding on this like house, like at like the, 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 the bottom of like your um, the baseboard the molding or whatever, like yeah. the baseboard. He like ripped it off or something. So, they're still living together. Even though going through a divorce, they're sleeping in separate rooms. Again, this is just as far as my side of the story, what I heard. Yeah. He, he comes running down the stairs, and he's like, he goes, get the fuck out! And he just clears his fucking mantle above his fireplace. Just takes a big old swing, just starts destroying everything. Oh, no. Like, I'm like, I'm like... I'm so like blown away Can that I what's going on yeah <laughs> I'm just like standing there like holy shit this guy's losing his fucking mind right now like what is going on and then he so Cassie fucking runs out the back Molly runs out the front he turns to me and he goes get the fuck out and he takes this big old baseball swing and hits the glass in my hand whoa, and it just whoa, explodes shit, right shit. so the glass explodes and I'm like whoa dude like what are you doing and he comes up to me and he grabs him by the shirt and he starts pushing me out into his backyard and I'm like dude like I'm so like what is going on right now, now? sinking
1: in like now it's whoa sinking in. this is for real so at okay. the time a
3: time i took jujitsu and i was like pretty fucking savvy with it so Ugh. i'm like i could feel the way this guy's grip was and stuff he was pushing me and how his momentum was sending it my way i'm like i'm gonna fucking take this dude down yeah. shut this motherfucker out right now you know so i start wrapping him up and as i'm wrapping him up and i look down at my hand i realize my hand is bleeding Everywhere and I'm a guitar player and I got a show oh, in a week and I'm sad. like I don't understand why I'm gushing blood everywhere. So I'm like, oh fuck. So I push him off of me and I run out the back of his house out of this like yard into this like kind of street where you can park and stuff, slash more townhouses. And I run out about 10 feet and I stop and I'm trying to like figure out what's going on with my hand because there's just blood everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why am I bleeding? Like I'm I'm just cut like all over the place yeah. from that glass, you know? And I've been drinking, so my blood's thinned out. So all of a sudden he comes running back out of the house now. Now he's got a bat. He like switch to a more efficient yeah. weapon oh, wow. so I'm like oh my god so it I take off he has got a video game
2: cache <laughs> <laughs> dude it was like <laughs> Grand Theft yeah. Auto yeah, yeah. he yeah. just switched the bat he you know? came was out with
3: gonna... a spiked baseball bat what <laughs> the <laughs> fuck
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. so now I, I take off running
3: this, this dude's chasing me down the street and I'm just fucking running like hell and as I get around the corner he's a skunk. big boy he's, I think right? he's a, yeah, isn't he a tall kind of dude he's a decent sized guy so he comes running he comes running around he's chasing me around the corner I'm running like a fucking bat out of hell and as I'm coming around I see my buddy Scott is still out there and he's on his phone texting, doing whatever. And I'm like, yeah. Scott, Scott, he's a fucking maniac. He just attacked me. You got to fucking go. Run, run, run. And I just zip by him. And he just kind of looks up like, what the hell? Because like, he has no idea what's going on. Yeah. And then he looks over and he just sees Aaron Barrett running at him. Just like fucking full maniac mode with oh a bat in his hand. God. he's just like. What the fuck? So I take off running. Molly comes running around the side and I see Molly. I'm like, Molly, what how do we get out of here? She's like, oh no, no. She's crying. <laughs> I'm like, what the mayhem. fuck? So her and I run. keep in mind, like three in the morning. Yeah. So we're running down the street. Her and I run to this house. We're banging on these people's doors, like, help, help, help. Like, we don't There's know if this strangers. I do. I don't know if this guy's got a gun. Yeah. yeah. What's going on? This guy's lost. He's obviously his mind. in freak out mode. Full freak out mode. He's seeing her head. he's going nuts. Oh so my Scott, so God, we disappear. And as we're scary. banging on this, I ditch Scott. I mean, I just ran past him. And Molly and I are fucking trying to hide wherever. We're on this front porch banging on this random person's door, hiding on a cul-de-sac. Like we are like, we're cornered. So as we're waiting for a little bit, all of a sudden, like we don't hear anything after about like a minute and a half. We're like, what happens? We stick our heads out and it's like, they're gone. Like both Scott and Aaron are gone. And we're like, what the fuck? So we come running around the corner and trying to get out there. And as we're running, we can hear sirens now. So somebody called the police. Oh,
1: so shoot. as we
3: come running around the corner, cops come fucking burning out. And as they're burning out, Scott comes running around the corner. And Scott has a bat in his hand. <laughs> and we don't see Aaron anywhere. And we're like, what the fuck? Oh, now keep no. in mind, a little side piece of this story. When Scott was there earlier, Scott left his ID at the bar. Or sorry, not Scott. Uh, One of our other buddies left his ID at the bar, so Scott got his ID because our buddy was like, "Hey, can you grab my ID? Like, I forgot it." So Scott has somebody else's ID on him. Has a beard, looks kind of like a bum. Has a bat. Has a bat. Has three thousand dollars in cash on him because it was from the donation that we took the cash from the event. All
2: legit (laughs) reasons.
3: All legit reasons. He was like being a good dude. He was like the savior. Just looks like a complete drug dealer (laughs) scene, right? Nuts, right? So as he comes around the corner, the cops, you know, see him. They're like, "Get down on the fucking ground!" And he's like, "No, no, no!" Like, I just stopped the bubble. They're like, "Get down!" He's like, "What?" And they like throw him <laughs> on the ground and they're like a cuffing Scott and we're like no no not him wrong he's guy. like wrong guy you know so I'm bleeding everywhere they call a freaking ambulance an ambulance I, I have to take the ambulance to the freaking thing my, I got, had all these cuts in my hands my, can't, my hands were all split open uh, from all the glass in my hands and shit I needed, had to get stitches you know like I'm like dude I got a show in a week like, I can't fucking have stitches so come to find out what happened was when this dude came running around the corner, Scott, my buddy Scott, was a varsity wrestler. Okay. All right. This dude will, will kick your ass. Yeah. He's a little guy like me, a little bit taller, but stocky. he's like a stocky like, wrestler. So this dude comes running at him, and Scott's like, whoa, 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 like, don't, you know, attack me. And this one, I'm like hiding out, trying to get away. So Aaron comes in, full swing, takes a swing at Scott with a bat, and hits Scott in the side. And Scott's like, whoa, dude, like, you need to chill out. So he comes in, he takes another swing, hits Scott again. And Scott's like, dude, if you fucking hit me again, like, I'm going to fuck you up. So Aaron comes in, hits him in the side again. This time Scott catches the bat and grabs him and shoots him for a double leg and takes him to the ground and gets on top of him and just starts fucking hitting him and hitting him, kneeing him with his uh, knee as much as he can. He's like, dude, let go, let go. And he finally gets the bat away from him. And he stands up. He's like, dude, chill out. And the dude comes at him again. So now fucking Scott's whacking him with the bat. Like, dude, get (laughs) the fuck away from me. So finally the dude like snaps out of it once he's kind of like getting beat up. He realizes like oh my what god what am i doing he starts like crying essentially <laughs> and runs away and jumps over the wall and hides behind a dumpster where that ralph's was so finally the cops the cops dude the cops finally you know once they got there I whatever this
2: is just the singer of real big fit it's insane <laughs> dude it's so wild <laughs> i think it's gonna come beat your ass so, yeah, no, oh, story, oh yeah <laughs> guess so he, they're
1: not coming on the show
2: yeah i hope so i want to hear the other angle of this whole story
3: dude so so you know end of story um he basically, they the cops find him and they're like, "Hey, Scott, you know, we need you to identify this. Like, you, be sure this is the guy." He's like, "Yeah, it's the singer of Real Big Fish." There he know is, exactly that's who he is, you know, like, he's got checkered that's the pants. Guy. That's him. Yeah, <laughs> this fedora yeah. on the grass wow. over there. Yeah. And
1: that's crazy. Because like, I mean, their music is, isn't it very positive? Positive, like, you know.
3: You would never you think, never and think. everybody that I know I mean, knows him. I like he's yourself. the greatest guy. Yeah. you know, like I, as far as I know, he's probably a very lovely guy. Him, well, and passion, a moment have passion. Bad night. Had a bad night. You know, I happened to be in the middle of it for some reason. Just got wow. full attacked. You know. Wow. Yeah, it was wow! Oh. Basketball yeah, soundtrack. Still have I still You're have right sc- there. scars on my hand from it. And I still have like little dots and shit from my from the whole thing. I had this this um, brace on my finger, so I was walking around like just pointing at people all the time. <laughs> yeah, dude. Luckily, it got better. I was able to play the show a week nice. later, dude. I, I love that. What mabble.
2: happened to your hand? Oh, Singer, real big fish, fucking attacked me. me, dude. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait, who? Yeah. Oh fuck I think yeah! Got well, jeez. The and then,
3: all right. Final then story. And you were held up at gunpoint. So end story. Okay, this ends. This happened. In the same year, this both happened in two thousand nine. Did you good well, well, year charges
0: on him by the way, or anything? I happened?
3: tried honestly. I tried to serve him. Like it like, took me over two years, and I just eventually gave up because was like just dodging me, you know. Wow. You know, so I was like, whatever. Like I'm over. I don't even fucking care at this point, you know. Yeah. Like now
2: whatever. it's just a great story. It's for just a great story. I got a great show. story out of it. My hand, story.
3: nothing tendons got fucked up or nothing. You know, I was like, whatever.
2: I hope that he hits us up for his side. I was in my house minding my own business. I was jumped by. Have you heard of a Treyu? Yeah, yes, yeah, A Treyu. Yes. Well, you know the guitar, guitar player Dan, right?
1: He's crazy. One of them a came huge, in with crazy a bow man. and arrow. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 he came
2: in with a hatchet,
1: yeah, and
3: a chainsaw, both hands. Oh my god!
2: He's so one of them. Was a wrestler. I took him down immediately.
3: Yeah. Uh, Okay, so 2009, I'm living in my condo at the time. And you know what's weird is like weird like, as far as like aliens, weird conspiracies. What the way this everything about this lined up was too perfect. It was just too. Weird. Like, for instance, at the time I had a chihuahua that was living with me, but that night he wasn't staying at my house, he was staying at my mom's. Okay.
2: Like a, I had a chihuahua that was living with me at the time. <laughs> paid rent. Yeah, paid <laughs> rent. Yeah.
3: He's because well, like I had this chihuahua I had 18 years and like oh, half of his life. A little, buddy. He, a little buddy, his name was Ralphie. Ralphie lived with me for half my life, and I started touring a lot, so I kept giving him my mom more and more. Yeah. Actually, my mom just kind of adopted him. At this particular time, he was still kind of living with me most of the time, but I had him over at my mom's. He mm-hmm. was basically like an alarm. If somebody walked up to my door, he'd start barking and going nuts. This one night, he just wasn't there randomly. Um, on top of that, we had a couple people over, my brother did at least, he had um, our singer Alex's um, brother, who was a at the time like a purple belt in jujitsu. jitsu um, we had this other buddy of ours who was a police officer in training, uh, and my brother, the three of them were hanging out on the couch, drinking beers, whatever, they had a sliding glass door open to my front porch, uh, which, which we never have open, we don't usually have people over or have that front door open, it was just like weird coincidences. Just as random night. All these, dog's not there, s- sliding glass doors open, all these things. Um, so... I was in the studio at the time, in Woodland Hills, and I'd just gotten back at like 10 o'clock at night, and they're hanging out there, and I was going to barbecue. So I'd stop by, the Ralph's by my house, I got some food, I'd get out of my car, I have my guitar in one hand, my food in the other hand, i go in through my front door, which is right next to the sliding glass door, I come in, I see all these guys are hanging out, I walk in, I put my guitar down, and I go behind my bar slash kitchen area, which looks out over my living room into the front door and sliding glass door patio area. I'm there for maybe two minutes i'm just getting my meat out whatever so i can fucking you know, barbecue start queuing. so as i'm doing this all of a sudden the blinds kind of start kind of rustling around and i look up and this guy comes in and he's got a bandana around his face wow. and i kind of stop and i'm looking at this kind of thing and i'm like that's weird and i kind of look over my brother and all his friends and i'm like like, like like do you guys know who this guy is and another guy pushes in behind him and this guy same mask over his face has a gun now and he just points a gun out and starts pointing it at us and we're like huh is this real like what the fuck is this you know So, all of a sudden, they're like, all right, everybody get on the fucking ground right now. Get on the ground right now. We're like, what? I just stand there. And they all get up and start getting on the ground because they're like, uh. Wait, what? What? Like, what is this, you know? So they start getting on the ground. They're like, all right, where the fuck is it? Like, where the fuck is it? Where's the sash? Where's the safe at? We're like, the safe. I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, I don't have a safe. Like, I don't even have anywhere to put a safe. I live in a two bedroom condo. I'm like, the fuck is this guy talking about? So one guy comes over to me that has a gun. He grabs my arm and he pulls me over and he pulls me down on the ground. I'm like, fuck, like, what the fuck is going on right now? So one guy is like looking around, trying to find the safe and asking us where the stash, where's the Coke, you know, where's the drugs? And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't have any Coke here. Yeah. I had a bong sitting out, you know, but yeah. like, I didn't have any like, fucking. Like take a toke if you want. Yeah. I dude. Know? I was asking. like, I don't have any drugs here. There's no safe here. Like, does this yeah. guy think I'm a drug dealer? Like I had like a really nice place and I'm there during weird hours, you know, I'm being yeah. a musician. Maybe they thought something weird. Yeah and um so these guys they basically they start taking our phones they breaking our phones oh shit! they start taking our cables out of the wall from like our phone our, our phone cables and they start tying us up took my belt off tied me up with my belt so we're all laying on the ground getting, the getting tied up they're just the whole time one guy's going around the house with a gun trying to find shit the other guy's just breaking our phones like they had this whole plan i'm like of course like i said my dog's not there randomly like all this stuff is just going down no yeah. problem like what the hell like so they eventually are going through our house and they're kind of asking me all these questions like, you know, where's the safe at, man? I'm like, in the bank, man. Like, I don't have – I'm not a drug dealer. I think you guys have the wrong place. Like, this, this yeah. is – I don't have any of these things you're looking for. They're like, you guys need to be paying your taxes, man. Need to be paying your taxes, and what I've ever heard, if you get tied up and people start saying this shit and they have a gun, you usually get killed. Yeah. You know, so we're like, dude, is this how I'm gonna fucking die? This is like, yeah. I didn't even, like, what did Holy I do to yeah. deserve yeah. this? You know, like I didn't, I'm not a drug dealer, you know. So eventually, the guy upstairs is like, dude, I think we have the wrong place, man. I think we have the wrong place. And after a bit of this, and they fucking took all our shit, they took our wallets. We're like, we know where you fucking live, blah blah blah. they were like, all right, we're out of here. If you guys fucking move, like we're fucking, you're, you're done. You know, so we're like, okay, so they, And they leave, and then, like, two seconds later, they open the door to make sure, like, we haven't gotten up. And they close the door, and then they, like, take off. Now, we have no way of calling anyone. My phones have been unplugged. My phone's been smashed. We don't know what to do. We can't call the police or anything like that. So we just get up, we get all this shit, and we jump in a fucking car, and we drive to Homeboy's house, who's who's gonna be a police officer. Um, We were like, dude, he's got guns there. He's got whatever. Like, we don't know what to do. We're terrified. Call the police. Like, 25 cop cars show up at my house. We come back. They're kind of like, whoa, like, who are you guys? What are you doing? We're like, no, like, we're, you know, this is my place. They're like, why did you leave? Or I'm like, we're fucking terrified. Like yeah. just got held up at gunpoint by some guys that thought got I was a fucking, up. yeah, I got tied up in my <laughs> own place, you know, like what the hell? Just wrong fucking wrong house. Thing. No, nothing after that. Never heard from these guys again. No, didn't know who they were, where they came from. If they were like watching me, like no clue what was going on. Oh, the strangest, creepiest so thing. So random. So random. Some guys were like scouting my house, knew at the perfect time when to come in and fucking like raid my place when my dog wasn't there.
2: I'd be like, I gotta what? move tomorrow. Yeah, Done. dude,
3: I couldn't stay there for about a good week. I just slept at friends' houses. I was so scared. Like, yep. yeah. So terrifying. Like, when, you're, when your privacy, like, when your security is, like, broken like that, you're like, my safe place is not safe anymore. Like, where do you go that's safe? Yeah.
1: If you're not safe in your house with just a bunch of your buddies. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. You know?
3: <laughs> who are like, because at the same time, what is that guy, if that gun wasn't real, we could have fucked those dudes yeah. up. There was two of them, four of us. I was very well trained in jiu-jitsu. Our, uh, uh, one, another dude trained in jujitsu. My brother also trained in jujitsu. A guy who was a police officer in training. Like, if we would have been like, oh, that yeah. gun's not real. We Can't would have take that fucked those guys up. We could have choked those dudes out. How them fucking tight up ourselves? Two seconds. In seconds. Yeah. No problem. But like the same time, I'm like I'm not gonna take that I'm not risk. Not gonna take the risk. I don't yeah. know if the guy, other guy, because the guy that had the gun was upstairs. We could have jumped the guy who didn't have mm-hmm. the gun and been like, we got your fucking guy down here. Like you better, you better fucking drop your gun, or we're just gonna fucking take him out right now, or whatever. Yeah. Crazy mafia shit. Yeah. We would have ended up God. in, but yeah. it's a lot easier to say that stuff in the moment. Oh, you know, yeah. like, or afterwards, I say but then, like,
2: well, you're thinking too. These guys are crazy enough to just walk into someone's house with four grown dudes in there. Yeah. And just, yeah. so they're they're obviously nuts. This is something that they do. You're yeah. not gonna fuck with this. No. Nah. Wow, dude, that's Damn. a wow. scary zone story almost. You might have to throw the music under that yeah. one. Wow. Yeah. Like, I will,
1: I will. I'll make that a fuck? freaking mashup yeah, of Bandcamp Scary
2: dude. Zone. I'll mash it up. Dude, what an episode. That was great. That was super fun.
3: Yeah. Thank so hell yeah, thank you
2: guys yeah. so much for coming and hanging out with us. Um I don't know. Let's plug everything on the way out. I guess first of all like a you what's obviously people know a yeah, you, can you go, guys have Atreyu, been around
3: forever. A official is kind of our thing for anything if you go, if you want our, if you go to a com, yeah that's our website. If you go to a official, that's our Instagram tag or whatever handle mm-hmm. same thing with Twitter's any of those things yep. Atreyu official is usually the safe way to find anything You related right on and you guys got a new album
2: dropping new soon, album so
3: who knows when yeah. yeah probably later this year next year I don't even know yeah, like, we, you know who knows. who knows but new music in the works um, I got, you know, Rock World merchandise. Uh-huh. If you need merchandising needs, that's what we do, you and know. And
2: bands or Yeah, know.
3: screen printing and, you know, bands or whatever. Yeah, fulfillment, Rock World fulfillment. We got <laughs> plugins of course with Mike and myself where if you want the coolest key changer, uh, hanger in the world or as we like to say if you want to hang your keys like a rock star. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, go to either the or plugins with a Z keychains.com and uh, treat yourself.
2: Heck yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Duddy on the way out what do you got uh
1: thank you guys again for coming by listening and always uh you can go to cutlassbrand.com put in code duddy you're gonna get 20 percent off your order and i believe that is every order not just your first um so uh yeah other than that raffling off that guitar on our patreon page uh on the 4th of July, so if you want a chance to win that awesome guitar, go sign up for our Patreon page, and that's patreon.com forward slash Also, you get an extra bonus episode of this show every week. We release one on Monday on our Patreon page, and uh, all sorts of other fun stuff. And um, yeah, actually, right now, I wanted to mention about Cutlass. I forgot to mention, we have some um, really cool uh, masks over there right now, too. And they are selling quick, so if you want one of these awesome Cutlass masks, yeah, zoom um, in, in. Mike. Mike's holding it up right now. I'll give you a little zoom. You can grab one of those, and then uh, yeah. Other than that, thanks for stopping in, dudes. Yeah, thanks uh, for having us. us. Yeah, man. Hope y'all have a good day. Peace. Yeah.